Jones. Appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you along for the ride. Talking about the generational gap when it comes to employment. And Sam, I tried to come to you earlier, but you were screening calls, and hopefully you're not screening calls this moment. But you're in that generation. So what did you think when you first saw the video? So I've always been a really hard worker, so I'm not dislike many people, and I'm a millennial. I'm kind of right, right in the middle of millennials, so I feel like we're really hard workers. I do kind of feel like sometimes some of the wages could definitely be higher. I don't know if that means it should be a, a higher federal minimum wage or if it should be maybe something like we look at each state, we look at each town and decide what a minimum wage looks like for a minimum you know, level of living. That's what a minimum wage is. And when I saw that video, I just thought, well, she might be working hard, but she's not working smart. Because if you're struggling working 40 hours a week, wouldn't it be nice to only work 40 hours a week? That's kind of what I thought. (laughs) Well, I don't honestly, I don't know many people. And and I thought I thought you were. Are you not Gen Z? You're still you're a millennial, a young millennial. I'm a millennial. Uh, Gabby is uh, Gen Z. Okay. And Gabby is, is Sam's younger sister, for those who don't know. So that's an interesting take. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not like being Mr. Correct and you're wrong, but minimum wage doesn't mean minimum cost of living. It means that's the least people can pay you. It doesn't, it doesn't right. regard to, it doesn't regard to living at all. There's actually something called a living wage that many people try to put into place in counties and cities like you were talking about, which literally right. would say you get, you have to make this much to live here. Therefore, employers much must pay you that much. So uh, there's a little bit difference there, but I get where you're coming from. But, like, you work your ass off. I mean, Sam's got, like, four jobs and does everything for me. So um, there's a major difference. But do you understand her attitude that she's like, I'm working the 40 hours a week. Why can't I live? Yeah, I think, like, a lot of young people kind of forget that those who actually just work 40 hours a week and maybe they have a nice, comfortable office job, well, they haven't been doing it. And I think she said in the video that they've been doing it for 20 years. 20 years ago was 2004. Many right. people in your generation have been working now for 40 years or more. Yes. Well, I mean, in my generation, I've been working for more than 40 years. Exactly right. Yeah. K- Carrie, exactly. when did you start working? I was 16. All right. So you've been working a long time, too. Uh, Polo, first job? How old were you? I've lost 15. Polo. It's okay. 15? Okay. Um, look, at, at the end of the day, there's a different mindset. It's not... Without a doubt, I'm going to go on a limb without even having the numbers in front of me saying that the cost of living has, has risen faster than, than wages going up, uh, especially under Biden. We know the cost of living is up 16 17%, and real wages are down under Biden. So I understand why it's so much harder now. I get that. Uh, you, you know what I felt like saying? Carrie, you know what I felt like yelling at the screen mm, as I watched that today? What's that? Who did you vote for? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like saying, uh, who did you vote for? Because if you voted for somebody, forget Trump and Biden and their names and who they are. You vote for a conservative, lower taxes, lower regulations, more wages, more employment. You vote for a Democrat, higher regulations, higher taxes, more control at central government, and the cost of living goes way up, higher inflation. So you really do have to make these decisions, not yell at the previous generations. Yell at the people that you decided to elect. Hmm. And this is why you've got a lot of people, Hispanics and blacks, that you're starting to hear about who tend to be, as a whole, on the lower end of the wage scale. They're all going, I'm voting for a conservative. I don't care. I'm done. Generationally, I voted the way that my parents and my grandparents voted, but this is not getting me down the road. I'm going to vote for somebody who's going to close the border. I'm going to vote for somebody who's going to lower taxes, lower regulations, make sure that I have enough money to live. And I think that when somebody complains like that, I feel where she's coming from because she thinks, I was told work a nine to five. I'm doing that. I can't afford it. Well, 
work more than one nine to five. I remember being in a in a stream one night on Twitch, watching somebody play a video game, and people were talking about wages. And the streamer was like, yeah, it's crazy. You can't live on 40 hours a week. That's nuts. They should raise wages. They should this, that, and the other. And I said in the stream, I said, or get a second or third job. And the person, like, freaked the hell out that I would say, how dare you? I don't want to do that's that. A, that's no. a horrible way to look at life. What do you mean get more jobs? And, Carrie, I never thought about it. I'm delivering pizzas. I'm working the saxophone on the weekend. Yeah. I'm doing karaoke. I'm digging ditches for my, you know, my uncle's construction company. It didn't matter to me. I just, I wanted to reach in my pocket and have a couple of, exactly. couple of dimes jingling together. Yeah. And, and if I weren't making enough, I'd find out how else can I make some money? And this person doesn't feel that way. Somebody has conditioned her to believe. And for those who are just joining us now, hello, show started top of the hour. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're lost. You know what I'm saying? There's a young lady who did a video who works a 40-hour week and doesn't understand why she can't afford to live. And she thinks that automatically you work 40 hours, boom, you should, you should be able to afford to live. Doesn't work that way. It, it also depends on how she lives. And I mean, one of you said this, what city she's living in? How much does it cost there? Yeah. Go to a lower-cost city. Is she an apartment or a house right. or what's no clue. the situation there? What exactly kind of car right. did she drive? Yeah. yeah, I can't pay my bills. Well, I'm not going to pay your bills. Go work harder for it. And eventually, like Sam said, you work 40, 50 years, and you're going to be able to reach in your pocket and say, okay, the one job is covering it because I've gained the knowledge and the experience I need to make enough money at one job. As you get older, you can work smarter because of the experiences that you've gained along the way. Now, she appears, Sam, how old do you think that, that girl is? She would look like maybe Gabby's age, like 25-ish. Yeah, between, let's say between 20 and 25. So I'm looking at her going, this is probably an entry-level job. And at my entry-level job, it was $2.90 an hour. $2.90 an hour. Could I, I couldn't make a video and post it anywhere. We didn't have all that available to us. But you know what I did? Carrie, I didn't complain. I just worked it and then yeah, figured out where else I could work. Exactly. I worked another job and another one. And then move your way up. My first radio job, I think, was four twenty-five an hour. That I mean, was minimum wage when I would turn 16, 425. Yeah, well, I, I was 290, so don't, don't rub it in. Hmm. <sighs> Let me go to the phone line and see what you think about all this. It's going to be um, line three is Gail in Austin. Hi, Gail. Hi. Love your show. Thank Love you. everybody there. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to put an example out, and I don't know, I don't know what the right thing or who's, who's really right on this issue, but I would say teachers. Take an example of teachers. Right. And I know a lot of them. Most of them, uh, if they're living on their own and not married to somebody else who makes, you know, good money, they don't really, they don't really have enough to, you know, to ha- have a, a reasonable lifestyle. And they, a lot of them, have extra jobs. And I just don't think that should be the case. They should not have to have that because they already work beyond the 40 hours. You know, when they go home, they have grading and planning and right. all of this stuff. So that's one example, you know, I'm thinking people should look at. It's not just about, you know, I work my 40 hours, I should have, you know, all this stuff. You know, there's more to it than that. And that's all I'm saying. And I'm just going to leave you with that example okay. to, you know. Well, Gail, I, I, love your show. I, I love that you called in. Listen, I don't disagree with you. I think teachers are underpaid. I don't think by law they should be paid more. But when you go through and get your accreditation, 
Carrie, do you know how long it takes in this state to get an accreditation? It, it's I several years, isn't it? I don't know. But you've got to have the certificate, right, it's to changed. be a teacher? Yeah, I believe so. You have to be you certified, know, so, I think. So you've got these teachers' unions that allegedly are, are going to raise wages for teachers, but I think they're just collecting money for themselves. I'll be honest with you. I think that the union leadership is probably out there. The Randy Weingartens of the world are out there yapping and making a bunch of money while teachers aren't making as much as they should. I think when you go to... A college, a university, get your certification, go through all the classes and courses you need to be a certified teacher in whatever area, then if you're good enough to teach my kids, you should make a nice amount of money. But let me just say it from a very basic standpoint, because, Gail, I don't think you're wrong, but if teachers aren't making enough money, then you do have to work more jobs until until you move up in the ranks or get your tenure or whatever the whatever the steps are to get that next wage because I know that there's it's a gradual increase as you have more experience as a teacher. I do think teachers should make enough money to live on, but if you don't in a very basic sense, you got to go and work somewhere else. And listen, you know, we can say that about every job. Not not that I'm saying a saxophone player is the same thing as a teacher, but for me to be able to go and play a saxophone and make $100 an hour, which is what I was making when I was 16. If I can go and do that at the Breakers on Palm Beach, how many hours of practice it took me to learn all those songs? How many hours of practice it took me to be able to just change the key and follow the piano player? I mean, so I guess I can say we all put in way more time than the three-hour wedding that we're playing at, or like I do a three-hour show every day, and I make a lot of money. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not going to tell you how much, but I do well. But it's because I've been doing it 35 years. So when I started out, four twenty-five an hour, I could not. I, I lost a had a car repossessed, got kicked out of my apartment. We couldn't afford anything. But now, since I've done it for so long, I can do three hours a day and make a nice amount of money. But do you think I really do three hours a day? Of course not. No, 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 no. When I'm at the gym, I'm observing. When I'm driving down the road, I'm observing. When I'm at the stoplight, I'm observing. When I'm at the grocery store, I'm observing. And then I'm do, doing these videos outside of it, and I'm recording audio for this station or that station, and I enjoy all of it. But I think sometimes it appears as though the end result is something that that you came by easily, and I've never thought that about a teacher. I don't think a teacher is just in the classroom. I don't think a teacher just gets the summer off and does nothing. I think there's a lot of planning. I know I know teachers that are buying books and pens and paper for their kids, for their students, out of their own pocket. I know of that. So I do think that, without a doubt, you should be able to make a wage that could, that you can live on as a teacher. And I know there's a lot of outside-the-classroom work that goes into it. But I think there's a lot of outside-the-job work that goes into many jobs if you want to be any good at it. And at the same time, as I'm you know practicing my saxophone four hours a day, I'm flipping burgers at Burger King. Or I'm delivering pizzas at Domino's. Or I'm, I'm whatever. I think that all of that goes down to work ethic, which I think many teachers have. I don't think this young lady has the work ethic. I think she thinks it's a given. Dude, I'm doing my 40. I should be making enough money to live. Well, why? Tell me why. I guess that's the question. Like, when I, Carrie, when I signed my recent contract, and by the way, those of you who are in San Antonio, I'll be here another three years. We just signed another contract. I don't think the station put it out, and we probably should have. But I just re-signed a contract. You're stuck with me another three years. Get over it. Anyway, <laughs> having said that, that's probably not the, the right way to do it. And Carrie just signed a new contract, too, so you're stuck with her, too. Um, when, when you sign the contract, they say, we'd like to give you this. And, and it's a contract no matter what the job is, even if it's minimum wage, even if it's four hours a week, even if you don't have an actual piece of paper that you sign as a contract. You're making a contract with the employer. We'll give you this much money. You give us this much work. When you say yes to that job, you've made the decision. 
Carrie, does that make sense? If I go into McDonald's and they say we're paying seven fifty, I now have a decision to make. Nobody's forcing you to take right. that job. I say yes, I'll take the seven fifty, or I say, listen, I've got burger experience. Give me ten. Yeah, and they can say yes or no. But once you've said yes to that job, if your way of living has changed, that's not on the job. It's not on society. That's on you. Did you underestimate how much your costs were, or go and get another job? I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Let me go to, actually, hold on, because I've got some really good calls, and I don't want to cut you short. I'm about to hit a break here. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Over it, Kerry. I don't think you should. I'll just shut up and you listen to mute Elvis for the next two hours. Let's do that. I'm done with that. Call Terry. Let him know. We'll be all good. Yeah. Right, let me know what he says. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. It is the 89th birthday of Elvis Presley. Hopefully he's having a good day. Got a nice uh, cake. Wherever he's hiding out. Dude. Come but, on. Come on. But. Come on. You got to give it up. You have to give it up. Want to finish up on uh, the the Gen uh, the Gen Z? What is she? Gen Z, complaining about Gen X and millennials. How we've ruined the economy. She literally says, over the past twenty years, we've ruined the economy for her, and that's why she's struggling to pay her her way. Her complaint is she's working forty hours a week. Why can't she pay her bills? It's impossible. She can't possibly pay her bills. I don't know who promised her that forty hours a week would pay your bills. It never did for me until I got enough experience and enough. I don't know, I guess enough talent in whatever it was that I was trying to do to be worthy of that. You've got to be able to tell the company, I'm worth this much money, which would be enough to cover your everything. I'm worth this much money. Here's why. And if you can show your benefit to the company, then they're going to give you what it is that you're asking for. If you can't, if it's a new job, if it's a, you know, a, a sort of a, you know, ground floor job, what are you going to do? You do the job and then move your way up. Let me go to the phone lines. Levi is in California. Levi, talk to me. Hey, Joe. Lock listener here in California, Santa Rosa. Love you, brother. Um, I just think that uh, it's not really blaming the next generation or the older generation. They're blaming that they're sort of pointing to the fact that your generation did vote Democrat. Like you said, it's the Democrats that are doing this. Well, (laughs) unfortunately, it's snowballing now, uh, and it's just – it. going to keep on getting worse the housing epidemic for these uh new people entering the environment i'm 32 myself so i understand where they're coming from but it's only going to get worse well well, levi i hear you it's going to get worse in california for sure and i love being on in santa rosa every day we love that um it's it's only going to get worse in california because you keep on electing a guy because he's good looking you keep on electing a guy because he speaks well or something this guy's an idiot this guy is like socialist city. This guy is Trudeau, but just a little taller. So I'm not really sure. You know, it, it can get better in California. You had Schwarzenegger. You had Ronald Reagan. You guys have had really good governors. I mean, Schwarzenegger wasn't as good as Reagan, but better than what you have now. But, I mean, I'm with you. It's not going to get better in California, but it can get better nationally by lowering taxes, lowering reg- regulations, lowering the costs for people. I mean, think about it. How is it possible that it's 16 or 70% more just to live under Biden than it was Trump. I mean, think about 
the the intensity of that number, 16 or 17 percent higher. And again, it's it's that much higher for me, too. But thankfully, I can absorb it a little bit better than somebody who's a brand new worker. So, I mean, I'm with you. But, yeah, you guys have to make a better. I, I, I always thought elections were 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 settled by the economy. Isn't it wasn't that the old saying, Carrie, it's the economy, stupid? Yes. Heard that many, many times. I mean, it doesn't seem to be that anymore. The left wants it to be about race and about division and about inclus- inclusion, about DEI and ESG and about history and about slavery. Whereas the right is like, yeah, no, let's let's just have a better economic, you know, America. I think that would be good. And maybe we should forget all this other stuff they keep throwing against the wall and stick to what we know would help out. Let me go back at it. Troy, Louisville, talk to me. Hi. Hey, good evening, Joe. Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, I agree with a lot of points you've made, and a couple points I'd like to add to it. Sure. So I'm mid-30s. I was facing upwards of around $70,000 in student debt after college, decided to get a part-time job. This idea of you know a part-time job, it could really turn into something that you enjoy, and it doesn't have to be forever. Right. It isn't a lifelong sentence. Right. So it's something that you do for a while, you manage your you manage your funds well, and then you can move on, do something you like, or just back down the hours. And then finally, the so you have the the temporary thing on it, but you also have to look at how much am I bringing in and how much am I spending. Yes, people will tell you that they spend X amount of dollars, but if you went in and actually reviewed their bank statements. I'm sure that they're spending a lot more than what they think. And the idea of this building a budget and sticking to it and telling your money where to go should be the focus for, for young people who have this struggle that this young woman's talking about. Troy, I hear you. i got to run here to a break, but very, very good point. It is about the spending, and I think people spend more than they think they do. And, and it's not dissimilar to somebody who's trying to lose weight. And they say, listen, I only ate about 300 calories today. And then you say, well, write everything down tomorrow that you actually ate, and it turns out it's 3,500 calories. Oh, I didn't think about that. So I think if you sit down, make a plan, actually jot down every dime you spend, you're going to be surprised by the ancillary stuff that you're spending, and, and there's a whole lot more money going out than you thought there was. And... It's about getting more work if you need it, and it's about moving up in the job where you are if you need it. Go to the boss tomorrow and say, hey, what's it going to take for me to move up? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.